Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. And of course, as I said, I will be with the men of God uh, tonight. Muruti uh, Karabomraka is already on the line and uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also on the line. And we are going to be talking about righteousness, being righteous, you know, the righteousness of God, what it is all about, and uh, what the Word of God says with regards to this. And perhaps maybe the promise, the promises of uh, uh, righteousness, the seed of righteousness, you know, we will talk about them. We'll talk about that. Let me welcome our guests on the line, I have Muruti uh, Muraka, Karabo Muraka. Greetings to you, Muruti. Welcome, man of God. Uh, thank you for welcoming me and greetings in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus, the anointed one. Uh, I also greet uh, uh, Muruti Kabamba as well as uh, uh, the listeners on Radio Pulpit. Thank you so much. That mighty name. Amen. Amen. And uh, Pastor Sam, Samuel Kabamba is also on the line. Muruti, welcome and greetings to you, sir. Yeah, greetings to you too. And greetings to uh, Asamurake and uh, all the listeners. And we are so blessed to be here again. And uh, we'll just say thank you to God for all the works that are going on at the Radio Pulpit. And I want to thank you, Muruti Ray, for the work well done, and we thank God for everything. To God be the glory, Muruti. And uh, are you well? Is the summer handling you very well? I, I, I know around these times you, you migrate to Cape Town. No, no, no. I'll be going to Cape Town soon. Oh, no. You know, the lockdown has done that, but I'll be going to, to, to that side soon. Okay, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, I know you and Cape Town. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me and Cape Town, we love mm. each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, tonight we are talking about righteousness, as to what it is all about. You know, uh, um, what is righteousness? And one can look into the manner in which um, God conceptualizes righteousness when he talks to his children. And in this case, in Genesis chapter 18, verse 23, uh, Abraham came near and said to the Lord, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? And then you start to see basically that in the plea uh, of Abraham, you would see he uses the contexts of righteousness and wickedness. And therefore, he gives a hint into the implications of what righteousness is even all about. It is a direct opposite of wickedness, a direct opposite of malice, sinfulness, a direct opposite of uh, uh, darkness, a direct opposite of evil. Righteousness is being in line with God, what God had chosen, what God had deemed as his, that is righteous. The stipulations of God are indicating us that which is righteous. But that which is separated from what had become the common of the world is then righteousness. In the manner in which um, Abraham is making this prayer, one is able to really see as to what righteousness is and, of course, what wickedness is, the direct opposite of that. And then, of course, if you go to the Word of God in the book of Job, chapter 20, here's another aspect of it that gives a hint into what righteousness is. It is actually to be without the blame, accusations of sin. Because here it says, Behold, God will not cast away the blameless, nor will he uphold evildoers. It is also juxtaposed as an opposite of something, an opposite of evildoing. And uh, being blameless in the sight of God means being declared right, being justified is what is called righteousness, being justified by God, not by self, of course. 
And this righteousness is of God. It is a judgment of God. It is a nature of God. Because when Abraham was talking, he spoke about the people who had come to be like him, who had come to be like God, you know, and calls them righteous. It's, it's a nature of God. He's driving us towards realizing that this is also a nature of God, that he attaches on people by covenant, by agreement, through, through, re, through reconciliation, you know, in the blood of Jesus Christ. It's just amazing that we see also that as the righteousness of God. The other verse would say, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are, are, are open to their cry. His ears are open to their cry. What is it, these righteous? The righteous, as I said earlier on, these are the ones who, have had, who now have a relationship with God, a covenant relationship by agreement. Um, through Christ Jesus, he calls them his own now. They are his household. They are his children. And now he takes care of them as his children, as a parent would their children. Their eyes are always upon their children, you know, and their ears are always open to their cry. He is now their provider. Wow. This is amazing. Let me come back then to the first instance that I spoke about just after this. We are going to be actually asking the question, what is righteousness then? Radio buzzing of life, 657 AM. There we go, 657 AM, Radio Pulpit. And uh, let me bring this to you, Professor. Let me start with you today. And uh, the very aspect of righteousness we see here, the juxtaposing. Abraham comes before the Lord and says, would you destroy the righteous with the wicked? In that aspect of comparisons, one is able to see as to the definitions of righteousness. It is the direct opposite of wickedness. What say you on this, sir? Yeah, thank you very much for the question. Uh, as you just said, I mean, righteousness is, I mean, is the opposite, actually, of evil, the opposite of wrong. But the way uh, uh, we can put it today as well in, uh, to us as we are sharing the word by first going to the definition of righteousness, what is it, really? We see that uh, righteousness is the quality of being morally right or mm. justifiable. Yeah. Meaning that when it comes to righteousness, it's about being justified of something, and being set apart, or being freed from something, mm. and being, uh, 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 being actually uh, liberated from something that could be, uh, to keep you slave or to keep you, I mean, in bondage. Mm. Now, here in our in our context, as we know, when we talk about righteousness, we're talking about a right standing with God, because this is our way. We say that God is for us. Yeah. And we understand that the righteousness that we're talking about is not uh, a man effort. It is God deciding. Mm. Now, you've given an example of, of uh, um, Abraham talking to God and asking if there is only one uh, just or one uh, righteous man in the in Sodom. Are you going to destroy yes or not? The whole debate was just to find if you could find one. But you know, it did not go up to one. Actually, we know the story. He, he ended up by 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 ten. No, I I believe that if you could go by one, uh, reaching one, and I think that I believe that God could still uh, uh, protect or maybe keep I mean Sodom. But he went up to 10, and then that was it. But the whole debate is what? It's what God sees, and the way God sees things. Yeah. If God sees it fit, I mean, nobody cannot, uh, nobody cannot uh, change that. I mean, mm. meaning that if God says, you are righteous, and you are righteous. Nobody can come and, cor and correct, because in the righteousness of God, God is seeing perfection. We, with our eyes, we might not see what God is seeing. This is why when it comes to the righteousness of God, it is something that we... We cannot um, debate based on, uh, on anything. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Okay, I don't know what is happening with the phones. Uh, somewhere, somehow, I seem to have lost uh, Pastor Sam there. And I will try to bring him back and see if we can be able to bring him back. And uh, let's see. Pastor Sam, are you there? Okay. Muruti are you there? Okay, we seem to have lost them. 
I don't know. This is a public service announcement out of concern for your safety. And we at Radio Pulpit would like to remind you to follow the safety guidelines as indicated by the South African National Institute of Communicable Diseases and the Department of Health to keep COVID-19 under control in our communities. If you or a loved one presents with symptoms or if you believe you were in contact with an infected person, call the emergency hotline 0800-029-999 for assistance. It is everybody's responsibility to practice the advised hygiene and cleanliness guideline as set out by the government. For more, visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. All right, then, the time has just gone on to 29 minutes over the hour. Uh, six, and as I said, we lost Pastor Sam a bit there. I'm trying to reconnect with him and uh, so that we can hear as to what he was saying throughout uh, about the righteousness of God. And uh, I don't know why, why the phones are doing that, but that is uh, what we are experiencing right now. We'll try to, to uh, reconnect. All right. Okay, and um, tell us what is righteousness. Send us a WhatsApp. It's 0826572729. That's 0826572729. Send a WhatsApp and tell us what is righteousness. What is righteousness even all about? What does the Word of God say about righteousness? I want to hear as to what it is all about. What comes to mind about that and uh, also you can um, uh, give us a shout talk to us directly there zero one two triple three eight six nine nine that's zero one two triple three eight six nine nine and tell us about what is righteousness do we understand as to the implications of righteousness or have we gone by the wayside to actually even think righteousness is being in line with my church rules, my denominational rules, and uh, righteousness is actually being a person who goes to church or, you know, being, being in a Christian organization. Is it righteousness? I, I want to know as to what you make of it. What is righteousness according to you, uh, as you have read from God? What is righteousness even all about? Right, that uh, WhatsApp, it's 0826572729. And uh, let's hear what you, what, what, to say, what you say on that. And of course, you can also drop us a voicemail and um, uh, talk to us there and tell us as to what is your feeling about righteousness. I am keen to hear from that. Otherwise, righteousness, what it is, you give us a shout, 12 8699. That's 012 All right. Uh, I was able to get Muruti back. Thank you so much, Muruti. I got you back there. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and you were talking about righteousness. You were actually now at the example uh, yeah. that we gave, uh, that, that we gave the example of uh, uh, Abraham. Righteousness as to what it is all about. But hold a bit for me. Uh, because I've opened the line, seeing that the lines had gone a bit dead for me. Hello there, hi. Hello there. Hi, how are you, Pastor? Very well, how are you, sir? All right, man, you're speaking to Pastor Komotobudisa here. Hey, hey, my friend. <laughs> hey, how are you? Hey, I'm okay, man. You know, All right, man. you were talking to me on an email that I no longer use. You, yo, 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 but we are on a, we'll, ch- we'll chat. We'll chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, righteousness is all about. It's related to God. It's all about the right standing with God. We've got nothing to do with the with the church because when we speak about the the church, we are talking about the the gathering of us as the righteous people. Then that's where we need to differentiate at the end of the day. Righteousness is purely to put it in the layman's term. It's about the right standing with God. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Right standing okay. with God. Thank you, man of God. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless. God bless you too, sir. That is Muruti Mudisel there. And um, 
You can give us a shout, you know, talk to us directly there, zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. I was able to get Murutimuraka, but let me get back to you, Professori. Now, that very aspect of um, righteousness, as defined by God, and Abraham uses it to juxtapose, in juxtaposing, in showing differences, and, and he's able to hint an idea to us that it is being declared right by God. Yeah. Let yeah. me give it to you again, Muruti. Yeah, actually, that is, I mean, that is all about what you call righteousness, about the way God sees things. Mm. And as, as I was saying, that uh, uh, we, as human, we can uh, define righteousness the way we feel, uh, the way we see fit. But while God, it is different. No, one can, I can judge somebody based on what I'm saying, mm. but God in his mind is not what, I mean, what it is, exactly. Like an example, you're talking about, I mean, uh, uh, Abraham speaking to God and asking him, if, uh, I mean, talking about, I mean, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and asking him if there could be righteous people in there. But, you know, as you know, the story is stopped by 10. If you can go by one, I believe God could still save, I mean, that place. Because the whole debate about God was, if there could be one righteous, God could do something about it. And the end, at the end of the day, because it's not by 10, because we not want to go further. And as I said, righteousness has nothing to do with our own effort, but it has everything to do with God. We don't make ourselves righteous, but God makes us righteous. And righteousness pushes us in one way or the other without actually noticing. It pushes us to, to holiness. Mm. Because when you, are, when you are righteous, I mean, some people will think because I've been, uh, I've been declared righteous, the meaning that I can do whatever I want to do. That is not true. Because mm. when you are declared righteous, looking at what you could be, look at what could be happening to you, look at, I mean, how guilty you could be. You know, you will feel and you will be compelled to live a life of holiness because that's mm. the only thing you can, you can give out. That's yeah. why I believe, I mean, uh, there's power in the, righteous, in the righteousness of God. There's power in the way God sees things. There's power in the way God, I mean, justifies us. Mm-hmm. As we've given the definition, righteousness does everything to do with justification. We've been justified, we've been set free, we've been set apart, and that is very important for us as Christians. Absolutely. I hear you quite well. And, uh, of course, um, let me bring this to you, the very aspect of uh, being righteous. What does it mean? Um, and as I said, it's the opposite of, of ungodliness, <laughs> you know. It is the opposite of ungodliness. It's the opposite of wickedness. Um, and um, the word of God, and we looked into Job 8 also. God will not cast away the blameless, nor will he uphold the evildoers. Now, it's also here, uh, the comparisons that he, he speaks to bring a sense, but also defines in a way as to what righteousness is. And he says here, a blamelessness according to God, uh, being blameless according to God, that can be ascribed to as righteousness, which is His. Murutim Raga. Yes, um, <clears throat> I'm. I'm fully in agreement thereof, uh, uh, my brother. Even what uh, Professor Kabamba also said there, I agree. This uh, uh, takes us back to the nature of God, the attributes of God, yes. His virtues. Uh, that uh, uh, God approves of 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 uh, uh, that which is right, mm. that which is not wrong, that which you cannot find fault with. But I, I believe uh, from a layman's point of view, even away, uh, uh, initially away from even the religious uh, uh, connotation that is attached to righteousness. Uh, it, it, I, I believe it is important to see it uh, originally as that which is right, that which uh, has no wrong in it whether it is a state, whether it's a condition, or whether it is an item, as long as it is right in mm. the eyes of God, uh, then it is righteous. Mm. Um, 
God is the one who sets the standard of what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. Now, the issue is this. When, when, when God created everything, he created according to his own standard of what is right. Yeah. That is why after he, every day as he was creating, he would look at everything that he has created and he would pass judgment on it. Yeah. He would pass a verdict on it and say, it is good. Mm. Meaning it is right. There is no blame in it. There is nothing waking wrong in it. And then when he made men, what is so interesting is that he put two trees in the middle of the garden. Yeah. The one tree which he planted was the tree of life. Mm. And the other tree was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Meaning, uh, there was already the existence of what is wrong. Even when he was creating human beings. And he was teaching us as mankind, human beings, uh, starting with our, our great-great-great-grandfather uh, Adam, to say there is something which is okay and there is something which is not okay. You can know that from this tree. But I don't want you to seek it for yourself. In other words, he was, he was going to be teaching us uh, gradually and progressively about his righteousness, about his goodness, about his uh, 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 things that are worthy of praise. Mm. But then, of course, uh, that which is wrong, that thing which is to be blamed, uh, uh, pitched up, and it pitched up as a, a, a created being, uh, as Satan in the form of the serpent. And... He made men now taste uh, what is wrong, what is not righteous. And then I'm going to Romans chapter 3, verse 21. It says, but now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is manifested, Mm. being witnessed under the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. In other words, and now I'm, I'm coming back to uh, what Pastor Kabamba was, was saying earlier on. This righteousness of God, which is, as you say, as you rightly say, men of God, that it is uh, the blamelessness that we, 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 we are made to be only in Christ because what has happened is we don't know righteousness except uh, it be revealed to us, it be manifest to us from God's side. And how did he? Uh, 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 how did he broach the subject of righteousness? It's when he chose for himself uh, a man out of his father's household and said, come, let me take you to a land. Again, look at that phone. Look at that phone. It just does that, hey, doesn't it? Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. 
Muruti, are you there? No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM. Okay, Pastor Sam, are you there? <laughs> yes, I'm around. Uh, okay. We, we seem to be losing Muruti. It's like maybe his network or something. We'll wait for him a bit. And okay. uh, uh, the aspect of righteousness, you know, uh, what it is all about. Someone has sent me a WhatsApp and says... Uh, uh, the name above every name, every knee will bow and every tongue confess. So I think that is what it wants to say. You know, righteousness is that. But I will also um, want to hear as to uh, what you think righteousness is all about. I am keen uh, to hear that. Send me those WhatsApps, 0826572729. And then we'll see if we still have Muruti Muraka there. Muruti, are you there? Okay, it looks like we don't have him. Um, and uh, uh, Pastor Sam, you are still there anyway. Yes, um, I'm around. Yes, all right. Um, let's take these ones. Let's hear as to what is righteousness even all about, what others are saying righteousness is. Yeah. Shalom, Bafundisi. Thank you so much. 
you know, uh, righteousness um, that is uh, uh, according to Christ Jesus. The goodness bestowed upon a person by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. He says it is that. And that is what it should be. We are also taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 012-333-8699. And uh, let's hear from you as to what you make of it. And uh, of course, also you can um, send us a WhatsApp. It's 0826572729. Let's hear what you say there. All right. Okay. And uh, of course, I seem to be losing Muruti Muraka there. Uh, but I w- I'm trying to, to get him also on the alternative numbers that uh, he sends me. So I think then we will be able to, to find base with him and talk with him. Give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine, And uh, uh, let's see what you say there. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Muruti Maraka is back on the line and Muruti, um, uh, somewhere, somehow, as you were talking there, you were interrupted with regards to righteousness. If you can continue, sir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you maybe help me to know how far had I gone? Because I found myself talking and then I realized, wow, uh, <laughs> uh, we have been cut. But up to how far had I gone so that okay. I can take it uh, up? All right. Many people have spoken already. But I think um, when it comes to righteousness, it was when you were actually defining. And then when you uh, spoke of it as the attributes of God, the nature okay. of God. Yes. Yes. Uh, maybe to, to just sum it all up that it is his nature to be right. Uh, God can never be wrong. In in other words, whatever he says, whatever he puts across is right. And it is his standard that all things be conducted in righteousness. In other words, in a right manner, in a right standing. And as earlier on, one had alluded to the fact that uh, God has been in the business of teaching us about righteousness. How he did this, he did that through uh, selecting uh, uh, Abraham, calling him, without uh, making everything plain at the beginning, just calling him on the basis of a promise. And because Abraham believed, God then uh, 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 counted him righteous having a right standing with him. And from then on, that is why Abraham himself, having learned what righteousness is, could actually ask God, uh, uh, is, is it possible that you can uh, uh, destroy the innocent or the righteous together with the wicked? Because he had learned from God that God is righteous. He is, he, he is blameless. He can never do something which is wrong. And when we go through, we realize that he chose the descendants of Abraham and said, uh, all other nations I will disperse according to the number of the sons of God. But I am choosing Jacob. I'm choosing Israel to be my portion. And indeed, he gave them the Torah, which is the teaching that was testifying to righteousness. That was demonstrating righteousness and other attributes of God. And then, uh, in, in, in this whole business, as he is teaching them, even bringing the prophets when they stray away 
to actually retain them to the standard, to show them where is the standard, it, it becomes clear that it has been very difficult for human beings to actually grasp the righteousness of God until God manifested that righteousness through his son, Jesus Christ. Why? I'll give you an example. When he was to be baptized, and John said to him, it is you that should baptize me, not me baptizing you. Remember, John was baptizing people who were asking for forgiveness, people who were realizing that they have sinned against God. And then John, knowing Jesus Christ, naturally knowing him, and knowing that Jesus is sinless from what he knows, he was saying, you should baptize me. But Jesus said to him, allow it for now. Let the righteousness of God uh, come forth. And when Jesus was baptized and came out of the water, God himself opened the heaven and let the Holy Spirit descend upon Jesus in the form of a, 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 a dove. And God himself spoke and said, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. In other words, I approve of him. He is blameless. Meaning, now we have this demonstration, a thorough demonstration, a thorough manifestation that the way Jesus lived, the way Jesus walked, that was the demonstration of the righteousness of God. He was producing the fruits of righteousness. And therefore, in him, when we believe upon him, we are started from scratch. We are made to be okay. standing right with God. Our spirits are right. right. Our spirits are made holy. Our spirits are made blameless in Christ Jesus. And you, when we start uh, from there, then we start to really truly grasp Okay. What righteousness is the righteousness of God? Send us your WhatsApp, 0826572729. What righteousness is all about and what you have learned so far with regards to it. It is something also to ponder on, to listen to and to hear as to what righteousness is. Now, I am trying to get some voice notes. Uh, I don't know if these are correct. Uh, but let me try them anyway, and uh, so that we, we see as to what righteousness is. Someone has sent a WhatsApp here. Hi, family and friends. Uh, just received confirmation that Cyril Ramaphosa has spoken. Okay, no, 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 no. No, 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 please, please, give us, a, give us a break. We are praying, we are praying for the president. Um, now... Please don't don't try to get followership by by talking things that we are not talking about on the show. We are touching base on the issue of what righteousness is and what it is even all about. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine is the number to dial. Ugulunga, What does righteousness mean? What does it mean? Right, you can also send us your WhatsApps, 0826572729. You're on 657 AM, radio with the truth in his voice. All right, uh, let me bring this to you, Professori. And uh, when we speak of the righteousness of God, um, uh, uh, this is people, righteousness descends from God. And so anyone that is born of God gets this nature of God. And and I'm talking I'm taking it from that notion of the attributes of God from Rutikarabamraka. And so it is people who are descended from God by birth because now they are born again through faith in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and these are now regarded as righteous. And this is amazing therefore there because they are also known as descendants of God. Uh, Psalms 37 verse 25 I have been young and and uh, now I am old yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging for bread the aspect of righteousness 
is the nature of God that he passes on to his children. Yeah. And then um, uh, uh, it is gotten to us as now we are his children, his sons and daughters, his descendants. The nature of the mm-hmm. descendants of God. In other words, one can also define it as such. What say you, sir? Yeah, actually, I mean, uh, thank you again for the question. Actually, that's what we need to come across, to come closer to that understanding that uh, it is not about us, it's not about what we've done, it's about God himself. And yes. we come to, to know God through, his, uh, through the new birth. Actually, we, when you give our love to Christ, we've given the right to be sons of God. We've mm. given the right to be declared uh, separate, separated people. Mm. We begin the right to be to be now. I mean, uh, acting differently. You know that's why it's so very important to be born again because being born again gives us. I mean, the uh, the, the right standing. It allows us to be set. I mean, in a kind of uh, I, I mean uh, a powerful position. Mm. Because remember, the Bible says you're given the right. You're given the power to become. And you becoming when you are no longer being you are no longer going to be charged based on what people might think or what might see, but now you are judged according to God Himself because it's God who is now judging you. You know when I look at I mean, the, uh, the, I mean in, in Psalm eighty two when God is speaking about I mean when the Bible talks about God being um, uh, uh, being in the assembly of God, God has decided to be in the assembly of God whereby you and now we are part of it. And now God had a problem with the, with, the, with, the, with the other God, I mean, that we are. He had a problem because we did not choose or we did not, I mean, uh, live in a way of uh, uh, defending the, the, uh, I mean, the, the, the weak, mm. defending the orphan. Because when you talk about righteousness, about now just see, seeing things the way God must see things. Because yeah. when you walk on the street, we don't see, we, we're not supposed to be seeing things or seeing people the way we want to see them. We must see what is God, uh, how is God seeing them. If they are not okay, we have to behave as God could behave at that particular moment. We need to judge them I mean, uh, uh, in such a way that they, be, they, 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 they become part and parcel of God or they benefit from God. And because we do not do that, then God says, you, you are not, I mean, you are now trying to prove I mean, uh, uh, something else. Now it's no longer my righteousness becomes your own righteousness. Because what people do now, what we do, sometimes we judge people on our own righteousness, not on God's righteousness. Mm. You know, you want to prove a point that I can do it, you want to prove that I cannot touch that, I cannot be with those ones, because you feel that you are righteous based on your own, not based on God. Mm. And the whole debate about God wants us to, to be I mean, standing with Him in order to see what He sees. In the bad thing, I want to just put it I mean, I, I mean, open to us here. In the in, in bad thing, something that we can consider wrong, yeah. or we can consider that we cannot touch, mm-hmm. but God can see something good out of it, then we need to stand in, the, in God in order to see what is good about that person, so that I may, I may go to him not with a judgmental kind of I mean, uh, of message, but I may go with a, uh, with a love, uh, loving kind of message. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, a, that's what it's all about, is to tell us that you've been justified in order to not condemn other people. But you've been justified in order to free other people as well. Because what you are is not uh, on yourself, it's not on your strength, but it is on God. And it's so very important to understand that. Because as we said, that, well, I mean, before we said, that our righteousness is not based on work, mm. but it's based on what on faith. We believe in God and we are granted that. We believe in God and God takes us out of the whole equation that we could be living like other people, but then today we're not living according to God. And this is the way that, I mean, the, the kind of righteousness we are kind of looking at today. We see, what have we become? Is it because we've, uh, we've stayed away from sin? Not necessarily, but because God justified us. We were condemned. We were called to die. We were called, I mean, to, to, to be punished. But through Jesus, God is seeing us as his own righteousness. How beautiful that could be. How beautiful that can, can, be, can, can be seen. And uh, we ju- it's just a blessing. It's just a gift, if I'm up for that, because the Bible talks about uh, righteousness is a gift from the Lord. Mm, mm, yeah. Absolutely there. We are talking about righteousness. What is righteousness even all about? You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine, 
or send us a WhatsApp 0826572729. 0826572729. Let's hear what you say there. All right, and uh, of course, let me bring this to you, Muruti. Um, uh, Proverbs chapter three, verses thirty-two. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. Righteousness is also the implications of uprightness, being upright, the opposite of being perverse, you know. Uh, 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 This is defined quite clearly in the Word of God as to what it is. But righteousness uh, is also the dwelling place of God's counsel, His wisdom. For the Lord reigns in righteousness. He dwells in righteousness. Amazing there. Uh, um, This also implies uh, all forms of malice in terms of uh, corruption and all forms of of dirtiness that one can think of. It is the opposite of uprightness. And righteousness implies uprightness, the opposite of worldliness. Muruti Muraka? Yes. Like... uh... As 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 uh, Psalm ninety ninety two says, and I'm just gonna go there quickly. It says right at the end uh, uh, of Psalm ninety two, uh, there is a beautiful uh, affirmation to what you have just said there about uh, God's righteousness and His uprightness and. Uh, the 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 psalmist is saying uh, that from verse twelve, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree; he mm. shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Yeah. And this this actually uh, is a picture of Jesus Christ, who said, who opened the minds of the disciples and made them understand that the Psalms are speaking about him. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Now these two trees have got one characteristic of actually being upright, tall and upright. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord, that is those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, shall flourish in the cause of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. So there is a clear uh, association between righteousness and uprightness there. Mm. That God himself is upright. In other words, he is not a, 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 a giving a two pictures. He is not saying one thing and doing the other. He is upright in what he speaks. He is upright in how he acts. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself, who is the upright one, lived here on earth in an upright manner in a way that even his enemies acknowledged when they came to him. We know, even though they had their own unrighteousness in them uh, when they were speaking to him, but they would say things which they know are true about Jesus Christ, saying, we know that you don't teach uh, 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 wrongly, you teach righteously. They said that to him, even though they came with wrong motives. Now, because that is how he conducted himself. And therefore, he was actually revealing to us the nature of the Father. Because he says, I have, when he prays in John 17, he says, I have revealed your name to those that you gave to me. In other words, the way he conducted himself, he was showing the very attribute of God of uprightness, and righteousness. And those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, as we hear from this Psalm 92, then they flourish in the courts of the Lord. They
flourished in the body of Jesus Christ. And their work is to declare, is to testify to the uprightness of God and to demonstrate that there is no wrongness in God. There is no unrighteousness in God. For instance, I'm reminded of an example of a man called Lot. He was living amongst people who were perverse. They were horribly perverse. But God, because of his righteousness, sent two angels to cause a a lot to escape God's judgment, which he was going to pour upon those wicked people. And when he was running away and he was tired, Lord, he said to these uh, 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 um, angels, in, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 19. And the Lord said to them, I pray, Lord, since your servant has found mercy before you, and you have magnified your righteousness in what you do towards me, that my soul may live. But I shall not be able to escape to the mountain, lest perhaps the calamity overtake me and I die. In other words, he is saying to, you, to, to, to them, uh, I acknowledge the righteousness of God, the great righteousness of God towards me, that he causes my soul to live when the other people who are wicked, are, their souls are being destroyed in this calamity. And in the fresh uh, covenant writing, we hear Peter talking about this very same incident, saying in Second uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 10, and especially those who walk according to the, no, sorry, it's verse 8, for uh, verse 7, and delivered righteous Lord who was oppressed under the filthy conduct of the irreverent. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless words. So we can see that even one man amongst so many wicked people whose soul was upright, whose soul was righteous, God, because of his righteousness, did not leave him to be destroyed together with the wicked. Why? Because God is upright and righteous. And there is no unrighteousness in him. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM.